Recovery is stupendous. Achievable. Hope. Freedom. 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 Empowering. It's unique to everyone. It's a journey, not a destination. Getting a new lease on life. Finding restoration after you fall down. Recovery is having the freedom to enjoy life. For me, it was finding a way to really love myself. My recovery is possible in part because of my own sense of purpose. Welcome to Montana's Beer Network Recovery Talks Podcast. I'm Jim Haney, Executive Director. I'm Ashley McLean, the Recovery Coach Supervisor. Bill Devil, Recovery Coach. All right, and we are going, working our way through, I was going to say going through, but we're working our way through the 10 guiding principles of recovery, and today we're going to be talking about... R-E-S-P-E-C-T. <laughs> Find out what it means to me. All righty then. Excellent. <laughs> respect. <are> respect. <laughs> respect. No editing that one down. Okay, so we're talking about respect. This is one of the 10 guiding principles. Yeah. We're we're quite a ways in now, so there was no warm up to this one. Normally we do like a pre sort of warm up, but uh, everybody was like, "Hey, let's go for it." Or Bill's words, "I'll figure it out." <laughs> so, so we're going all natural today. <laughs> yeah. So, so when we're talking about recovery, what are we talking about when we talk about respect? I feel for myself, and the work that I do is is respect for respect for my peers' journey. Right, my their okay. journey. I have to respect that, mm-hmm. even though it's not mm-hmm. going to look like mine. Mm-hmm. And you know, with that demonstration of respect for, hey, this is your path, and you're doing that. Like, I think it it organically causes them to respect themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I am doing this, and it is okay for me. When when I think about this particular topic or subject, I have to think about early in my recovery, what that word meant to me and the emotions that it gave me when it was even talked about. And when it was talked about, I didn't have a very high regard for the word in the sense of how society looked at it. Mm-hmm. I had, I was coming from a different point of view mm-hmm. with, with different expectations for that word, and none of that was recovery-oriented. Mm-hmm. And, and so I had to... I had to regroup and understand respect for myself, respect for others, having dignity in what I did and what I said. And so I had to kind of restructure things so that I had a, a different outlook at it than when when I was in another type of lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. I <clears throat> I guess what comes to mind for me is, you know, early on, you know, so my, my notions about respect have changed in, in recovery. And it's sort of like, in the beginning, it was something like, oh, you have to give me respect, Bill. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah. Like, it's like, you have to give me respect. It's not, it didn't start with me respecting myself and respecting others. An entitlement and, issue. It, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, and, and I, I think that's pretty common. I, I, think, I can I relate to that. That's like, not unique, right? Like, I, yeah. mean, I think most people, like, when you're really unhealthy... You kind of have this, well, you better respect me sort of attitude. But, but doing nothing to like, right, to, right, to right. warrant someone right. to do that, right? right. Exactly. Like, exactly. I'm, I'm living in this world and yeah. I'm just kind of, yeah. you know, I'm just disrespectful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you better respect and, me. And, yeah. and, the, and disrespectful, first and foremost, to myself. Yes. 
like first and foremost yes. to yes. me. Absolutely. Because it's like that <laughs> saying, right? The you know, and later this had more meaning was, you know, people treat you the way you teach them to treat you. And if you have respect for yourself, then you get respect from other people. And, and that becomes less important. It becomes more important to, to like you said, dignity and respecting your, your actions, your words. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that that act of respecting yourself, like all of those things kind of come along with it. Mm -hmm. Like you have integrity, loyalty, dignity mm -hmm. for for others in your life, not just yourself at that point when yeah. you're treating yourself with respect. Right. Mm -hmm. right. I, I, you know, as somebody who, so I'm a, a two-time suicide attempt survivor and, and you know, the, like some people, you know, my body is my temple kind of thing. You know, I've always had trouble with that because it conflicts with that, that suicidal behavior mm -hmm. and thoughts. It, it like conflicts with it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it took me a long time in recovery, many, 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 many years to even be able to process it or sort of analyze it. I think I just sort of shoved it away you know, like, oh, the whatever surfer dude who, you know, right, like gets up at dawn and his body's his temple, you know, eats tofu or whatever. But like, you know, like as I've moved through my life, I it's just like, like totally went there with that visual. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what I think I of did. with that saying, like, you know, right. Like you get up at dawn and you do yoga and then you get on your surfboard and like ride the waves. And so I think I just ignored that, you know, and didn't, and it took a long time to kind of like think about that and, and but it does for me it conflicts with that the self-harm piece right because mm. they're, they're you know it's like a dialectic right yeah right i know that uh early on in recovery re respect was something that that evolved over time it's like when early in recovery my honesty was a little shady hmm and, and and respect was the same way it grew over time and i learned i learned the totality of that word as i started working on myself um, and just and just little things like being thoughtful of others and and communicating there's a lot of respect in thinking of others and communicating when I was used to just thinking of myself and why would I need to communicate anything with anybody or why would I need to tell them anything? And, and, and so, so respect for me grew over time. And now with, with my purpose to serve others, I have to maintain where my, intentions are and be respectful and and that's something that is learned with each individual that you interact with it means something a little bit different there's always a a basic you know be kind and loving and tolerant those those are respectful things to do but each person is individualized on how how you can how that respect is is given. I also, I don't know, I was sitting here thinking and I was thinking about how, like, I think now it, in my recovery, like, I really respect my illness a lot more, right? Like, oh. I respect, like, wow. 
my disease yeah. and I respect my, um, my diagnosis a lot more because like I see the results when I, when I don't pay attention to it, right. Yeah. When I'm not respecting that it is very real yeah. and it is very harmful in my life if I don't respect it. Right. And so I have this like respect. Okay. This is powerful. And you know, I can get better, but I have to respect that this is, this is a reality for me. Mm -hmm. This is, this is my life. Like I have a disease and left untreated it go, I'm ill. Mm -hmm. So I respect that today. <laughs> I got a little something from the 10 Guiding Principles of Recovery series on respect. As we gain knowledge and life experience, we begin to realize how important it is to respect ourselves as well as others, as it affects all of us in one way or another. We can also learn to respect those that aren't respectful to us or themselves. We get to a point where we can model respect. In a lifelong journey, there will always be room to grow and learn a deeper meaning of respect. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Very good. Yeah, I mean, I think whatever, wherever you are in your recovery journey, I, I think that this is definitely one that you sort of grow with mm -hmm. over time that I don't think in the beginning for most people I don't know just you don't quite grasp all of it just yet right I, yeah I was horrible at it yeah just little things like you know my parents let me stay at their house yeah you know yeah. Um, cleaning up after myself yeah not expecting that Aren't you going to do my laundry? No, you're right. 30 years old. I'm not doing your laundry. Well, I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> that's why I love the, that they're called the 10 guiding principles. Is yeah. Because yeah. they're, you know, they're guiding you towards your own personal evolution, right? right. Like right. each one is guiding you towards like, how am I going to grow in this area? Right. And so they, they're just, you know, guiding principles. Exactly. I love that. Exactly. Yeah. So again, these are SAMHSA's 10 Guiding Principles of Recovery. This is part of our series, and we're working our way through each of the principles, the three of us sharing our own thoughts, feelings, experiences. Check out our other podcasts as we work our way through. And, and thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works. Recovery is possible. Recovery is possible. <laughs> recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible.